coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom uh, WKBAG Studios. Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros, Ganon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. Today is a somber one, folks. I don't know if you could tell from my delivery up top, but I'm kind of trying to set the tone for what's going to be a little bit of a hit to my pride here, a little bit of a, um, a more gentle sort of reflective version of myself. Normally, I'm pretty zany and kooky. And I do a lot of, you know, funny bits. And I kind of do like a lot of riffing. And I try to bring the energy to the show. And today I feel like that just wouldn't be appropriate as today is uh, the apology episode. Some certain things kind of came to light and, uh, you know, some trusted people in my squad sort of helped sh show me some areas where I could improve. And I feel like I'm, I, you know, I need to take that kind of thing seriously. And this is my attempt to do that, to take this very seriously and to come clean and sort of apologize for some of the ways that I've been and things that I've said. And and uh, anyways, we'll get to that more in our main event, but uh, we only have one member of the Zoo Tycoon crew here with me today, and that is, of course, the incredibly funny July Diaz. July, thanks for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm sorry you... um you're going through this and I'm uh, happy to be here and uh, sort of be your um, shoulder to, to lean on. Um, whatever you need, whatever you need, man. I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. And th thank you so much. Um, you know, when I texted you about this episode, I prefaced it, hey, it's going to be kind of a hard one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, I know very much about the situation. I'm not in the dark about it at all. I don't feel comfortable talking about it. So if, as much as you right. want to share, feel free. But I get it's a sore subject. It's okay. It, again, you know, it's... Uh, I appreciate you letting me sort of at least bring it up in my own words. Mm -hmm. And from my own experience and then I definitely value your input. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I know we don't really talk about off mic conversations, but you started telling mm -hmm. me a little bit of what was going on using different words, maybe a different accent or a different language. I wasn't too clear what it was. It didn't really sound like anything I've heard before, but, but I'm so glad on the mic you're, you're going to be using your own words. I Yeah. Right. Yeah. I won't continue on and like, sort of the Ewok 
speak i was doing right okay that was you. ewok speak okay yeah i guess i like can an, see that sure it was a version of what i've learned in return of the jedi mm-hmm. your favorite of the star wars films my favorite of the of the star wars films and sort of studying sort of how the ewoks were in that and which you spoke. you call those the prequels they are the prequels because you, they lo- are the pre- you love the Disney the, ones more. Yeah. The, the Disney ones, well, I mean, they are the prequels to the Disney ones. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Because you're hotter than Yeah, there we go. Darling, don't you know? And I wasn't laughing just then. That was part of the audio. Part of the audio was kind of messing yeah. up. I probably won't do a ton of laughing in this episode. Okay, so a regular sort of episode of the show then? Where I won't do a ton of laughing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of a regular episode. In that respect. In the end, in that respect, and this is also just to honor and respect um, anyone I've hurt oh. with uh, the things that I've said. Yeah, misinformation, fake news, sort of spreading fake news and misinformation th- through my podcast, which is not originally my intention. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. my original intention was to make everyone laugh. Good, yeah. I uh, still waiting on that episode, but sure, yeah. Um, that's good that you had that goal in mind for sure. Yeah, I I never came into this role to be labeled as you know a toxic information spreader, mm, toxic avenger. I never came into this role to be a toxic avenger. I came into this role. Was asked to be in this role. Oh, you were? Who asked you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Well, I don't think... I, no one actually asked me directly. Okay. But I, f- but I felt there was a hole missing. Oh. Where people really wanted this kind of content. Sure. Which was video game content that also makes you laugh. For sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything like that out there. And it's... um. So, Still don't see anything really out there like that. I agree. I don't really see anything like that either. I so um, to get this straight, you this was sort of like a spiritual calling. You're saying that sort of asked you to do this. Well, yeah, I think it was about it was about seeing a need, and you know, different people I think have different things they're good at. Sure, and some people see that there's. Oh, this person's hungry. I'm going to feed them. Or this person has no house. I'm going to give them a house. Right. And my thing was like, oh, there every no, there's no way to, no one's talking about video games and and being funny too. Right. And that's and that was the need I saw and stepped in mm-hmm. all those years ago. And as my rise to power excelled yeah and i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for you to see that from the outside in 
Right. And when I was dethroning the other kings <clears throat> on my rise to power, mm-hmm. I think like it's a typical tale where you get so full of yourself. Mm. And when you look in the mirror, you don't even recognize who you are anymore. And I kind of got lost my footing. I wasn't grounded. Can I and- Can I ask? I don't know if this is a hard subject, but mm-hmm. I've always heard uh, it sort of gets lonely at the top. Would you agree? I would agree with that. And there's a lot of yes people walking around. Mm. And they're always wanting to tell, no, Jeremy, no, what you said was so funny and right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, it was so funny and right what you were saying on this these episodes. And Sounds more like yes and people to me. It was like yes and people. Mm, and that's toxic, honestly. Especially when I wasn't being right. I was being funny. Right. But I wasn't being right. And it took uh it took a very brave person to call me out on that. And again, is this like a metaphorical person that called you out? Like almost the same kind of thing of like no one asks you to step into the ring of podcasting? No, it's a real person. Oh, a real person. And and they and they called me out and I'm here to eat my shit sandwich today. On the main event, though. But first, we do still have to talk about the news. Oh, okay. So we are going to do sort of the same segments mm-hmm. as a regular. Okay, good. Yeah, and we'll probably do some fun segments, too, leading up okay, to great. the main event. Which, if it does get a little lighthearted before the main event, just know it. We'll, we're going to bring it way back down. I'll bring it way back down. Okay, great. If you can mm-hmm. bring it down... Uh, even lower, even lower than than, than than you've been, and also like how it's going to get a little bit lighter. That'd be great for me, because I sort of just yeah. match what you give me. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job, just kind of letting me take the lead and mm-hmm. sort of just. Well, I'm sort of a follower. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I look at you as a industry leader. Oh, thank myself. you so much. My myself personally, but um anyways, uh what have you been playing? Anything um well, I have some huge news not to sort of Oh, uh, yeah, please. Sorry, please. lighten the mood. I actually have really good news. Good news. Okay, good. We I think we need that. I think that's still valid even on an episode that's going to be a little bit more tempered. Yeah. Know? And sorry to immediately say I had good news and then bring it back down almost immediately, but it does. This story does have sort of a sad, somber uh, mm. beginning. So okay. I am a proud owner, Bo- boy. I'm a proud boy. <laughs> I'm just a proud boy in general. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, no affiliation, whatever, with that group. That calls themselves the Proud Boys. I'm just a a proud boy. You are a proud boy. Because of the new thing I acquired. Okay. But I also was a proud boy just to begin with because I was the proud owner of the original Nintendo Switch. Okay. Now, this thing, when did this thing come out? Do you know off the top of your head? 
2017. That sounds right. So I've had this since launch day. Mm-hmm. It's my it's my baby. And I told myself I wouldn't do this to a baby, which is the worst thing you could do to a baby, which is to trade it in for store credit. And that's the exact thing I did because I was sort of uh, listening to some of these um, not funny video game podcasts you mentioned up top. Mm-hmm, right. And there was a lot of talk about the Switch OLED and how it's yeah. beautiful and uh, everyone's uh, getting one on a whim. And I was like, you know what? Let me check this Switch OLED out. So right. I took my baby, traded in for store credit. Uh, immediately they gave me less than what was advertised because it started breaking apart in front of their eyes. Like the switch did? The switch, like the stand fell off <laughs> as soon as they picked it up and they're like, okay, yeah, this is sort of defective. We're, we're going to have to give you a little bit less than advertised. How much? Do you mind me asking? Like how much? They took off $50 from... <laughs> For the stand? From that, and also the the Joy Cons were drifty, and well, that is not your fault. I know, I know, but um, and I told them up front, I was like, the the Joy Cons are drifty, and they sort of were like, mm. yeah, well, we're gonna test it out, and then they picked it up, and the kicks the stand fell off, screen fell off, yeah, yes. Um, so yeah, I got eight. It was it a good deal? No, I probably got eighty dollars of store credit. Oh, interesting. So 80 off of a, what, a new OLED? A new Switch OLED. I got the white Let's edition. Let's see it. Here's the oh. here's a dock. Here's the dock. That looks good. That looks really and good. here's the, uh, the Switch OLED. Look at this beauty. Look at wow. that beauty. Wow. That looks great. Yeah. Any, oh. Any drift on, on those? Immediately drifting. Great. No, no. It's, it's, it's such a game changer for me because... I've grown accustomed to playing games with the drift and sort of having the feeling, well, this game's going to suck because I can't right. move the way I want to. With this, the the Joy-Cons are actually working, so it's so mm. such a breeze to, uh, Just play, to games. play games. And yeah. what, what, what wonderful game to start playing with the Switch OLED than this, my friend. Oh, wow. The sparks of hope. And I'm sure that screen is just making it look so beautiful. Yes, it looks amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm two hours into that. How are you liking uh, the Mario Rabbids sparks of hope? I'll be honest. it's It started a little slow. I do like that sure. it kind of throws you into the battles immediately. Right, right. I like that. It does... It does feel a little awkward getting into the battles. I I gotta say I'm not mm. I, mm-hmm. the 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 enemies that you have to sort of bump into, a la a Pokemon hub world, are very right. kind of for now very far apart. So it's it, it takes a lot of exploring. Sure, a level before you you bump into a Goomba with blazing eyes 
Like if you just smoked a bowl. <laughs> right. Pretty pretty ripped. Ripped up. Yeah. Goomba. But so far pretty good. I've I also uh played a little bit of Tetris ninety nine on that thing. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I had a sort of get adjusted to like being able to drop those pieces and, and switch them around quickly because of the no drift. Mm-hmm. And um and then also Pokemon. I've, I've been playing a little bit of that. To, oh you know. yeah. Yeah. Where uh how far into that? Pretty early. I'm pretty early still, yeah. I'm still in the first uh area, I'd say. I already yeah. met the the sort of legendary Pokemon that's on the bat box art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, to be at the beginning of that adventure, what a feeling, you know? I will say, I I almost thought I would have to redo all of my Super Mario 64 playthrough oh. because of the, all the, like, save data, backup stuff. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, no, it, it was able to transfer. It just synced up yeah, right away. Up, it was just yeah. good. Oh, that's great. That's good. That because that was my one concern about getting a new switch, which you're kind of tempting me right now. I say, I say, I say, do it. I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, do it, do it. Yeah, I, uh, I might, I might. McConaughey, um, Foghorn, Leghorn. <laughs> I, uh. What you've been don't playing? Have, what you've been playing? I don't have I don't have big news like that. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm here. I'm, he- I'm hearing a sound. Are you? Are you making? My AC was making some weird noise. Oh. I blew through Metroid Prime. Remastered. Oh, you got the the remaster and you blew through it? Yeah. How many hours? I blew through. I mean, it was probably 11, 12 hours. Really? That's it's that's short, huh? Yeah, I don't I mean, I I I didn't get a lot of stuff, oh. you know. I I just really like I don't want to say like mainlined it, mm-hmm. you know. I did some exploration. Like quite a bit of exploration, but it, I definitely it was like fifty five percent collectibles. Yeah. By the time I was done, and uh, great, just absolutely great game. Like a a real classic. Like I I played that for the first time in like twenty eighteen. Like mm-hmm. all the way through. Like I'd played it growing up, but like never beaten it. So it was pretty fresh, and uh, part of the reason why I didn't probably spend more time with it in the remaster but i really wanted to see it all and man it they retextured everything everything looks so good in it um they they you know they fixed some of the controls the thing i'll say about metroid prime if i had to have like one little nitpick is that even when they even the even fixing the controls doesn't really fix the combat in the game mm. um the combat in metroid prime is pretty uh, it's not the most fun part of the game i'll say that okay like the actual shooting the aliens like it 
they have a lock-on targeting system in it, and that pretty much means that you'll be locking on to a person and then trying to strafe. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sets up the same kind of combat scenario a lot. Mm. So it gets repetitive so a little bit. Yeah, you. I think you just get kind of bored, yeah. and they don't, and they don't have enough enemy variety. variety. Right. Viva variety. Viva variety. Uh, but the game is totally worth getting on Switch, and it's worth the download or sh- uh, not getting it physical. I don't. Uh, you know. I I. That's a good question. I think if I see it out in the wild, I might grab it physical. Um, or if I see it go on sale at any point, it would be kind of cool to have that physical, I suppose. But but I just I just had the digital version yeah. for now. Yeah, that's what... For now. But do you think... I think we've talked about this before. That kind of... Um, you feel more inclined to play something that's already downloaded on your system than actually like... yeah getting the cartridge out and putting it in the system. Yeah, it's weird. I I um I I I don't really know. I mean, I I guess it's like Yeah, I think so. I think I think probably if you have a cart of something, like I don't really know when I'm going to play like Monster Hunter stories mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Like when am I going to ever play that? And if it was on my Switch, would I Maybe turn it on. Maybe. Right. But but it was it was anyways, it, it it was really cool to go back and revisit that world and like see that like, oh, they could totally do a Metroid Prime 4. Right. And it it'll it, and it'll total they'll fix a lot of this stuff that feels sluggish or boring. Mm-hmm. And it'll be totally cool. And there's things about this one to like I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but there's some good end stuff where they they don't really add much content, but they they retexture everything. So, like for example, what Samus actually looks like, like her face, like they've redone the model for Samus's face. <laughs> no, no, uh, but yeah, it's it's. <laughs> It's a great, it's a great game. Okay. Um, so they kind of do what the Fast and Furious uh, franchise <laughs> does with, I think, in the new- newest trailer, they go back to the fifth movie, and somehow Jason Momoa yes. is there in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They do kind of do that. Yeah. But it's just Mario's there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. July. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to mention what you're doing over there, but it's okay, bad. Good. Okay, good. It's bad. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the other thing. So I I blew through that, and then I moved right back into Fire Emblem Engage. Oh wait, before we move on, I yeah. don't have any experience with uh, Prime except for Amazon. Um, <laughs> do do the other Metroid Prime games sort of address the issues you're talking about with this first one with the combat? Um, I don't know. I've played through a little bit of the second game and then the third game's a Wii game. And I actually am, I'm actually thinking about going back to the second and third game on the Wii, like okay. playing it there instead of like playing Echoes on the GameCube. Um, because I think the, I, I do like, so 
the way they were able to so easily fix the cam like the camera controls in Metroid Prime mm-hmm. is because they just used the Wii version. Like so mm-hmm. they just the Wii version had like your Wii mote was like your arm and you could just aim it at anything. Yeah. So they kind of used that and it's like widescreen and stuff. So I think I don't know. I think I think this is like as good as the version is going to get until they maybe put out another remaster of those other games. Which surely but, they will. Which that was my thinking after I. By the way, after I finished mm-hmm. Metroid Prime Remaster, mm-hmm. I was like, "Where's the second one? Yeah. Where's the third? Bring them on! I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to like blow through all of them, sort of like I did with Mario 3D All Stars. Mm-hmm. Just like just take care of all of them because they're they are great games and and I'm kind of already missing the loop of like you know i think one of two things is going to happen uh because they already sort of on record they've said a fourth edition is coming at some point or have they not a fourth game is coming okay so i think right it's either right before that releases they'll bring out the other remasters or they'll do it in conjunction uh, and sort of like Mm. Really? Quadrilogy yes. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be cool to get like the quadrilogy physical. Mm-hmm. Like that would be really great. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. I think I think I think there's a lot they could do with it with because one of the things that they do they kind of fix about Metroid Prime is also like you know, it's like a 2002 game. So like a lot of like the areas like there's the snow, the desert, the forest area the science area is there a water area there's a little water you can go underwater but like that stuff all like looks like early gamecube mm-hmm. ga- game and and it looks beautiful for the time it looked stunning for the time but they kind of help boost the world by adding great textures to everything and making it but i think in like a modern game you could really make places totally stand out even more from one another mm-hmm. you know and maybe like make some places look a little bit more intricate and more detailed right and less like brown and gray sure and stuff uh so i think this remaster is the best way to play metroid prime okay you you uh sold me i will get it yeah. now i just best have way. to decide if i'm going physical i might oh we'll see at this point, you should do physical because it's like it's already here. I think the physical version. Oh, I think it comes out it, this week. Oh, then I'll get a physical then. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, Fire but Emblem. I I moved on to Fire back over to Fire Emblem Engage, which means that the Switch is sort of winning my early 2023 mm-hmm. console war here because it's like I played through Pokemon and then mm-hmm. Metroid Prime. I really wanted to play right after and. Fire Emblem right after that. And then so what's like around the corner? Or, what's around the corner? Well, in May. In May yeah. Maybe? Like the new the new Zelda. Yeah. 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 So I feel like, yeah, the Switch is very much like thriving in my house right now. And there are things I want to play on my Xbox and play PS5, but they're not calling to me. There's one thing I would want to play on the next box right now, and it's Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. Because that's not available on any other... Uh, right platform yeah right and i and i have to say just to 
get it out there. Mm. It's very triggering to me. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi-Fi Rush. Um, and we'll get to it maybe I a little later. I should have known. There's some, you know, I, and I'll get to it later in, in a bit of my apology, but if we could just not bring up Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, if, is there, I mean, you keep, now. I mean, you said it again. Is there? It's a great game. It's a great game. Okay, well, you keep talking about it. Is there a way that... It's really good. Okay, I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I haven't played it. Um, you should if you can. I, w- I would like to. I would like to. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I will. Well, I can't say like I won't get go out and get an Xbox because I just talked about getting a Switch OLED. <laughs> but a new Switch, yeah. Um, yeah, but if you we, if you don't, is there a way we can refer to that in, in sort of an acronym or something that's not gonna be so triggering for you? I think if we call. Hi-Fi Rush by, like, a different name. Okay. Like, a different game's name, I think that could work. So, like, maybe we call it, like, Halo. Sure. Okay. We, I I want to play Halo, on, but it's only available on Xbox right now. Right, right. Halo's very much, yeah, an Xbox ex- exclusive. Sure. And, and, hey, that works. Right. And, and, then uh, Paramount, and then Paramount Plus over here is like, actually, we got Halo over here. That's right. Yeah. Paramount Plus is sort of the Xbox of the streaming. I agree. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And Disney Plus is maybe the Nintendo. The Nintendo, the baby shows. And HBO Max is maybe like the PlayStation. PlayStation, yep, because they got Last of Us on there. They got Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Fire Emblem Engage is super addictive. Super good. Like really great. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Find it very calming, meditative. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, would you recommend someone who's never played a Fire Emblem game to just jump in at this one if yeah. they were interested, or go to what was the other one? Three, three houses. houses? I would say because I have three right. houses. Oh, I like them both. I like them both. Three houses has a lot more maintenance mm-hmm. stuff you have to do like relationship building and i'm out yeah and for those reasons i'm out i'm out and i think that's what turned me off about it but a lot of people like that mm. aspect of three houses i like the very streamlined version of it which is like you can still do relationship building i'm, I'm sure there's still going to be some sort of romance option mm-hmm. but i i i like it throwing you into way more battles which this one does this one does and it also like has this cool hook where it brings back all these old fire emblem characters to hang out with Mm. so like marth's in the game and roy and ike are they sort of like uh is the time period that this game takes place is it in the future or or in the past of the of marth and ike's adventures or I don't I think it's in the future mm-hmm. but not like a sci-fi future it's just nothing has changed. Okay so Marth <laughs> isn't like a terminator or <laughs> and you aren't you don't have like a a rifle or something. Uh-huh. Ike isn't like a grizzled red bearded slash white haired no old man. No no they're just sort of 
they're kind of like personas or something. It kind of mm. reminds me of that Tokyo Mirage Sessions game mm. a little bit, but mm. but with like it just all in a Fire Emblem world. And I like the <laughs> I like the uh, I like the new characters in this quite a bit too. Okay, that's cool. And I've already and I've already got my eye on somebody that I'm oh. kind of crushing on. Oh. So. And this is sort of has like a medieval backdrop mm-hmm. to it, right? Yeah, I would say so. Swords and mm-hmm. Pegasus and dragon. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, why don't you say we uh, get into the news a little sure. bit? Sure. Um, we have some uh, new releases that, that just uh, kind of came out. Um, the Tales of Symphonia Remastered came out. Now, are these characters uh, in Super Smash Brothers? I think no. Okay. They might be like costumes or something. Okay, okay. Because there's two characters that I'm not too familiar with that were uh, DLC characters. I'm blanking on their name. Mm. But the... From Xenoblade. Mithra. Maybe. One of them is Mithra. Yeah, that's a Xenoblade. Oh, okay. It's a Xenoblade. Yeah. Um, But this was like a GameCube R- big RPG. Oh, was this in the uh, last Direct? It was, yeah. 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 And they had been talking about it for a while. I and I mentioned this already, but I think it's exciting that a lot of GameCube stuff is starting to. It feels like we're just now starting to see a lot of mm-hmm. GameCube. Now this after. worries me actually. Oh okay, and why is that? Because uh, <clears throat> one of the big things I liked about the last direct was the inclusion of a Game Boy Advance emulator mm-hmm. and the Game Boy emulator, and this for sure. Gives me no hope oh. of a GameCube emulator because they're going back and remastering all these games, which is nice, but right, yeah, that sucks, kind of. But it it would be so great if they did. Do you think by the time the Switch is over, they will have done something? I hope they do. I mean, it's not yeah. a lot of those games. A lot of the big GameCube games are aren't a lot of space, so it's doable for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the dolphin emulator is so good. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but like the the actual game on the record, I haven't. No, it's really good. Mm-hmm. You can get HD texture packs for like Animal Crossing and stuff, and like just play it in what is full 1080p. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, Wild Hearts came out. Is this uh, John Travolta and Martin Lawrence and Tim Allen? No, this is uh this is uh well, it's a Koei Tech Techmo game. Oh, and they they're good. They did like uh, Dead or Alive, you know. This is an action. Dead or game. Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. DOA Dead or Alive. Dead or Dead or Alive. De- Dead or Alive. Yeah. It looks. It looks. Uh, I'm looking looks at like it now. This big, looks big, beautiful world. This looks pretty neat. Uh, yeah, it, it's giving me Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Vibes. It's got a nice little, nice high meta score. Mm. Yeah, 
Um, I'll put it on my list to check out. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, the, these games aren't out, but I, I, we should talk a little bit about PSVR 2. Okay. Because that's about to drop, and it looks like as of the 22nd, so in three days, a, what looks to be like maybe 40 games wow. are going to drop. Now, do you think they'll have the game that was featured in that VR documentary that we both watched that one night over at your place? Yeah, that's like basically Second Life. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cuz if it has and that where I'm you can in. like teach, you can like take an ESL class and stuff yeah. in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't have that. Cool. Day one purchase for me. I pre-ordered PS2. Oh, you did. Too, and then I unpre-ordered oh it. why so it was six hundred dollars to pre-order really it. yeah <laughs> that's oh that's more is that more than the ps5 yeah it's more than the ps5 is jeez and uh wow and then i just thought about it and i was like what if this thing sucks and also that's a ton of money and also like what if it goes on sale right away it, yeah, you know? either it goes on sale right away or it becomes very rare. Yeah, or it becomes like an extremely hard to find yeah. thing and I'll be like really kicking myself mm-hmm. for it. But I, I mean... I don't know. That's a heavy I think ticket I, price for I starting know. out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if, if, if you can imagine a world where like you're even playing that much VR too, like, I, like I've never really done vr and i think i was i think that's why i pre-ordered it because i was like did it once get in. i did it once and i lost uh like two weeks of my life mm-hmm. you fell in yeah yeah but some of these games look pretty fun um they, they're making a new fanta vision mm. for vr fanta fanta got, have a fanta mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm and uh, some Resident Evil Village stuff. That's too scary for me. That's too scary. It's going to be very scary. Uh, Star Wars. Having that woman. Having game. that tall vampire woman in VR. It's just stepping on your neck. Just every... being like, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Look at how tall she is. Being like, um, I'll take two thanks. Tetris effect connected VR. Now that I would be interested in trying out. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these games look really, really fun. And I think we'll see what happens. This could become a huge new thing. Mm -hmm. I think just a price drop. Drop drop the price. And I think I read this or heard about this or... A lot of the original PSVR games are not compatible with this. That, none of them are. Yeah, so change that. Yeah, they have to... If they if you want to play a PSVR 1 game, they have to port it over. Like, it's like a... Oh. Like, like, like for example, Moss, that little mouse, mm-hmm. Moss Book 1 and 2 bundle... Is that the... Uh, is out for it, but... Wait, is that the... Uh, that famous... Um, book you know what i'm talking about the um they're talking about what the book that famous mouse book it's like a 
graphic novel. Oh, oh, the the Nazi the Nazi one. My, 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 no, oh. this is Moss M O S S. Oh, okay, not interested. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, and we got we got some more stuff coming up uh here pretty soon. In the next couple of weeks. Love hearing like, that in the news section. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever finish the first one? I did. And I, you know, I like that game. It's a it's a good. It was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it never dropped price. Otherwise, I would have picked it up on a sale. Yeah. But you, I mean, de- definitely worth checking out. Okay. Um, it's also now on Steam too, so you can play it over there. Mm. Kirby's Return to Dreamland, another game. It's coming out here pretty soon. That looks fun. Does look fun, yeah. Um, yeah. So big, big Q one things about to about to drop. You know, well, not just well, from Nintendo, I mean, but hardware from PlayStation. It's pretty big. Yeah, pretty and I mean, deal. we haven't talked about it, and I don't know. Uh, how much far in advance we're talking about news, but isn't Resident Evil 4 remake right around the corner too? Yeah, when is when is that? Let me see. Let me Let's see. see here. Let's see. It's in March. That is March twenty. Yeah, it's right. 24th? It's pretty close. It's yep. weeks away. Um, that's a day one for me. I'm getting that day one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, depending on like my game load at that time, I want to mm-hmm. now tell me if this is crazy. Okay. I want to try to squeeze in a Breath of the Wild one playthrough right before gonna... the second one comes out. <laughs> Can I do it? Do you think I, I could do it? I think it would be a good challenge. Okay. I think that you could like maybe even raise some money like doing that kind of a challenge okay so should i like be running while i play the switch or something be like on a treadmill and be like streaming it <laughs> okay i was more thinking like outside but i like the treadmill thing it's less dangerous <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably if you get on a treadmill and, and, and i start, stream it yeah, yeah. right i can get a and camera then- at my like <laughs> leg angle and then yeah. my face and you got to time it out to where as soon as you hit credits on the first game, you're like on the treadmill trying to replace the cartridge, like trying to put in the new cartridge, you know? Right, right. Because yeah, I'm so trying to hit right, in right to, into the go, second one. Oh, because I'm doing yeah. a, a sort of a marathon of both games <laughs> back to back. And just skipping the dialogue for the second game. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing like 300 hours straight mm-hmm. of Breath of the Wild stuff. That's pretty good. I like that. That could be a nice goal, Patreon goal. Yeah, let let us let us know in the comments wherever your uh, listeners want to uh, comment, and let 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 us know if you want to see me do this uh, this marathon. Yeah, co- shout out in the comments if you want to see uh, July do this mar- marathon. So there's a dog uh the the doorbell rang that's a smart dog yeah yeah she definitely knows when the doorbell rings oh i i thought she rang the doorbell no 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 she just knew it happened that's pretty um, smart still 
Uh, there's there's a uh, oh, there's more news. An, an article, uh huh, that is out on uh, GameSpot, and it's uh, the 25 best video game remakes. Wow! In honor of uh, Metroid Prime. What's I think uh, we should uh, we should, let's talk. So so if I'm just gonna ask you, what do you think the best all time video game remake? Is? I think they're gonna say. Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in the top five, at least. Yeah. If it's not the, that... So I will say this. I preface the list doesn't... I don't think they rank them. They don't rank them. Oh, they don't rank them. Okay. But well, I that's think, in there for sure. But we can also... But we can surmise mm-hmm. like what the last one listed is. You know, Maybe that's what they think is number one. But I will say Final Fantasy VII Remake is on the list. Do you have a personal favorite? It's interesting because, I I mean, I'm going to just... I want to say my favorite game, but I don't know if it's technically ever been remade. It's definitely been ported. Okay. And it's Ocarina of Time. I don't think it's that. Ocarina of Time 3D... 3DS is a remake. Oh, that's a remake? Okay, so... Th- I, th- I think is... Right? So I'm gonna say that. It's a good one. Yeah. And then my second choice is Last of Us. Mm, the remake. Yes. You like the remake of that? Yeah. Without looking at the list, I'm gonna go ahead and say Well, you looked at the list. I saw an early entry. I saw two early entries. Final Fantasy Seven remake and Crisis Core. I'm not gonna say Final Fantasy Seven remake because I don't because you just saw it. Because you saw the oh, list, guys. I don't think it should. I don't Listeners, think it should you count. saw the list. I don't know what this is. What's happening right here? I'm I'm sensing there's a call out happening. I feel like I'm being gaslit, honestly. No, I I sense I there's like a call I'm out being happening. Triggered right and now. I would just like to pivot. Okay. Right now and say, you're totally right. Okay. Good. And I will do better. Thank I you. Did look at the list. I won't talk about Halo, because that also might be on the list. Can I say one that I think should be on the list? Sure. Shadow of the Colossus. That's that's my. Oh, okay. I love, I love that remake. I think it's a good one. I feel like there's another big one we're missing though. Well, a Mario there's a one. There's like Mar. Yeah. Is there a is there a good? I mean, there's the HD remakes of like, Min- like, Wind Waker. That are right. Really good. Yeah, those were good. Yeah. I also feel like non-Nintendo ones are like, I don't know, Diablo 2 got remade, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyways, the list is, it's got the Dead Space remake on there. Oh, which I do want to play. I want to check that out. I've heard this is good. I heard it's great. Yeah. Waiting on a sale at this point because... Um, Too much. Also, like I've been... In the wild, just looking at games, and it's sold out pretty much everywhere I've seen. Especially with uh, another game, I don't think I don't know if you've talked about it on the show yet. Hogwarts Legacy. No, we've talked. Well, we talked about it leading up to its release, and then I only know currently one person in the group in our group what? is playing it. Yeah. Um. I know we can, at least one. I know we can talk about this later in the later section of the show, but um, I thought we all agreed as a group we were going to boycott that game. I'm, I thought so too, but then 
when I found out this person was playing it, mm-hmm. I went through the Rolodex of my memories, <laughs> and I don't actually remember if we <laughs> said that out loud. Okay. Okay. Well, I, good for I, them. And, and the reason that I was, and I and I have to come clean about this. Sure. Because I don't want this to become a thing where I have to apologize later. But the reason why I was asking this person directly if they were playing it was because I did want to know if it was good. And what did they say? They said, yes, it was good. Mm. Okay, well... So, um, and I kind of wish I didn't ask. Right. Well, Because now I don't know what to do. Well, here's the thing. If you want to get it physical, it's sold out everywhere I've gone to. Because people think they're going to pull it from the shelves. Right. I guess that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what's going on. It's like all those copies of I Love You, Daddy that got bought. Can't find now you're bringing me to a time <laughs> where I wish I had forgotten where I was trying to find that movie. And this is before I knew any of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With um Lewis. No, um Charlie Day. Right. Okay. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Every it was off the shelves, as you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just people bought it up. Mm. Yeah. Shame. Anyway. Demon Souls is another game. That got remade. Oh uh, yeah, I, li- I like this one. I like this. this is a good remake. This is a really good remake. Uh, Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadows of Valen- Valencia hmm. for the 3DS was a remake hmm. of uh of an earlier Fire Emblem game. I didn't never knew that. Hmm. Black Mesa. I don't even know what that's that is. The, uh, that's the Half-Life 1 remake. Uh, was that also um, VR? No, this is... This was like a project that was like started by fans, and then Valve was like... Oh, yeah. Took them in. Um, Last of Us Part 1 remake. Called it. Oh, Link's Awakening. That's a really uh, good yeah. remake. Yeah. Oh, Ocarina of Time 3D is on the okay, list. Okay, all right. So I got two. Live Alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that remake, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. That's an interesting mm-hmm. one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but that definitely is a GameCube remake that's, of that's that first That's a big game. one. Yeah. Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Great, gr- great game. And Metroid Zero Mission. On the GBA. That's going to be a great one for the Nintendo Switch online. Now that, um, and I think we should talk about this off pod maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that brings me to an uh, interesting sort of suggestion of what the next Patreon Games Club maybe should be. Oh, I love this. Yeah, we should definitely take this offline. Mm-hmm. And kind of discuss. Maybe Although now that next. I said it out loud, it it does. It's not what we're doing anymore with that. So any, never mind. Because it's you wanted to play all of yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
At least the handheld ones. We could we could play like I I did that. I played like uh, as soon as I got my analog pocket, I played through both Metroids right away. Mm. Very and very quick too. They're like four to six hours. Well, that's what I'm oh, saying. Man. It's pretty Dude. pretty easy. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Um. Oh, Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Soul Silver. Those are good. Remakes. Love those games. The Let's Go games. Eevee. Never played those games. Pretty good. Resident Evil 2 remake. Wow, that's probably oh, actually my favorite remake. That's the yeah, best one. Come on. Yeah, that's the best one. Uh, and the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, no, never mind. Too. That's the best one. That's the best one. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the best one. All right. Well, what do you say we uh, close up the uh, the news here? Nope. And, uh, oh, you got, a, you got something else for the news? Oh, sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. So... You know, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, uh, don't expect it to be any fun at all. We're going to have, uh, we're going to come clean about some stuff. I'm going to throw myself on the mercy of the court and just let the chips fall where they may. So uh, stay tuned for that. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. Um, so if you were listening to the episode before th- this moment, then you probably know that this is a little bit of a different episode today. This is a little bit of a different kind of vibe. And uh, the well, the vibe is I'm sorry. And what am I sorry for? I'll get there, get into it. And just uh, for the listeners to um, sort of uh, see where I'm uh, at in this, I, uh-huh. Jeremy's a friend, sure. Uh, right. But um, let's say co-worker first, definitely. So whatever he has going on right now, I'm willing to listen and listen. I'm, I'm willing to hear him out. I'm here. I'm, I'm willing to hear his side of the story, but just yeah. so the record is straight. Coworker first, friend second. Go ahead. Yeah, and you know, I I wanted to have a good close personal coworker here with me for something like this because I think we're sort of coworkers that sort of like say hi every other week or. Mm-hmm. When we're potting, we'll like be chummy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't know the inner workings of podcasts, and like they don't really know the behind the scenes and what it's like at the office when we're kind of walking around each other. And it's a lot of work that's really boring. Yeah, it's and pretty then, boring. And then, it, and then we kind of pretend that it's exciting on mic, you mm-hmm. know. But I really want to have somebody here who. Well, A, I didn't want to just say this into a void, so I did want to have some kind of perspective. And I think your perspective is going to be really valuable. And I, and I appreciate you saying that. I, I, a lot of the times, think of myself as a, a human void. So just hearing you say that you're not wanting to speak into a void, it makes me feel good. Yeah. I don't see you as a human void. Good. 
So, so yeah, and I guess to get things to kick things off, and I wouldn't even describe it as kicking things off because that sounds too fun. Um, I would describe it as sort of just. I love kicking things. It's such a fun activity. Well, kick things off sounds like it's too much energy for what I'm trying to bring right sure. now, which is like sure. really low energy stuff. You know, we don't have a script. Right. I want to start by saying that. Right. When we do these shows, we're doing it's without a net. We're doing podcasting without a net. And thank you for saying that because a lot of the times people come up to me on the street and say like I'm I, I listen to the pod. Right. That was a really funny thing you guys wrote out and I'm like, yeah. If only you knew. I get a lot of requests for people to come write for the show. And I go, I'm so sorry. You're, you must not understand. This is just a conversation. These are just conversations that people are making up on the spot. I've actually, also, I've actually seen yeah. that happen in, in real time. When you in the wild. In the wild when you kind of have to like brush that person off. Mm-hmm. And um, usually they leave in a huff and I have to like pat them on the back and say like, Hey, don't worry about it. It's like yeah. we 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 still love that you listen to the show and and don't mind him. He's sort of like you know, he's going through his own thing right now. Yeah, and I appreciate that and if I've I've ever come off as coarse or or blunt, it's only cuz it's only really because and for the I've record, I, I, when on. I pat the the listeners on the back it, it's it's definitely a very quick it's not it doesn't take a long it's not a very long lingering you don't let your hand linger no there it doesn't linger back, no matter yeah. what people have been saying yeah you you do a quick pat it's almost a hit it's almost like you've hit them on the back yeah a lot of a lot of the time uh they'll like have a yelp they'll they'll let out a yelp because maybe i i this is maybe something I don't I didn't want to get into today, but I've, right. I've been hitting the gym, mm-hmm. and so I don't know my strength a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, the gym is the name of one of our interns. And see, this is what you don't understand about office culture. It's sort of like an inside joke with us that he he's sort of a punching bag, but he likes it. He likes right. it. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's really funny. He's a really good sport. We call him Big Jim or The Jim, you know, around the office. He sort of nicknamed himself that. We don't uh, find weight humor funny, but he's sort of a bigger guy. No, right. Yeah. Well, well, you say he nicknamed himself that, but I thought it was Nick named him that. Oh, right. Nick, Nick Costanza named him that. I mean, that's how I remember it. But anyways, it could have been a lot of things. So again, we're podcasting without a net, and I do mean like a net, like to catch fish, not a net, as in baby a net. Right. Not, we don't this do, this isn't a, this, That's not a name he's saying right now. Yeah, we do podcasting without a net. Yeah. And sometimes when we're just rattling things off like, on the show, like a, facts, like, a, like a baby's rattle, you know. Yeah. Sometimes when we're just rattling things off, we. At least I'll I'll say it right now. I'm I can be a little loose and not the mm. most careful mm-hmm. with what I'm saying, and I think sometimes that that can hurt mm. people. 
And I think sometimes that that can make people not feel very seen. Mm-hmm. And I want to apologize. And specifically, it had got brought up that on an episode, I was playing that game, Hi-Fi Rush. I'm sorry, you were playing a what? You were playing... I was playing a game called Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, because I, I know it as Halo. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, my partner in the other room just texted me. I got a show. <laughs> what? <laughs> I w- I'm not laughing. If that sounded like a laugh, it was. I'm gasping for air because there was. It was shocking, but it's shocking text. I, I, again, I, shocking I won't text. say what it is. It's not yeah. my place. Right. So, as many of you know, but I do have a hypothetical before you get into your sort of hi-fi rush um, apology. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If uh, hypothetically, what if your partner? If you talk to your partner about in the hypothetical of one of you sort of needing to apologize in mm-hmm. in a moment in your life. Oh, and like what how we would handle mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it a little bit. Okay, good. Um, yeah, we've talked sort of about like where we'd move. Texas. What jobs we'd get. And if like one of us Cowboy. that hap- happened to if happened to one of us, like would the other person have to get a new job too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like just just and not even because they had to, but just for solidarity. That's good. That's good to hear. Anyway, sorry they, I, I you know Yeah. Derailed this. Go go ahead. No, 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 no. It's okay. Uh so I was playing Hi-Fi Rush and I was really loving it. Mm-hmm. And um Well, I just kind of threw it out to the group. I was like, "Hey, this is uh, a great it's a really great indie game." Not unlike uh, Neon White of last year, you know. Uh very fun indie game and I got really excited that I had found this new indie game uh-huh. and I, and I was talking a lot about it and I got on mic and I kind of mentioned, you know, Hey, this is a great indie game early, uh, for early in the year, you know, we've got a really great indie game. Right, and it's right. really good. And it's really impressive. And I hope this isn't going where I think it's going. I think it might be. So just brace yourself. As you know, um, we launched a, a discord pretty recently and uh, uh yeah i know this yeah the discord has been a really great experience mm-hmm. that's good to hear but because you know now we have um our fans on the discord and we're able to get kind of up to the moment updates and corrections mm-hmm. from people listening to the show sure uh, a user by the name of uh, a user by the name of uh, um, very politely mm. on the Discord mentioned that Hi-Fi Rush is not an indie game at all. 
Interesting. It's actually a major triple A game by a huge, huge publisher called Bethesda. It's a it's actually a huge Bethesda game. I see. I see what happened. And I, you know, I hear this on Discord. I see the message come through. It's too late to fix the episode. I've already made a mockery of the podcast and sort of of myself and my and my sort of persona. What was the timestamp that you read this news? Okay. Yeah. I well, so the timestamp of when it got sent was February sixth, nine forty nine AM. Okay, and as we know, but you're, then I time stamped myself. Okay, uh huh. Ten a.m. that morning. Okay, and because you have a, a a fifteen minute sort of reminder to show you all the new messages in the Discord, I just happened to see it, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, um, I didn't. I I panicked when that message came through. I wanted to go in and fix the episode, but at that point, I think everyone had heard it. Yeah. And I started getting really angry. Just really mad, you know? Oh, no. And I was like, and I was fuming. It was really at myself. But I was like, I'm going to come for Joe right now. No, don't do that. And, and I did. Oh, you did is, it. This is my response. Yeah. So this is in the Discord. This is ten twenty one a.m. Same morning. So it took me twenty minutes to think. Well, yeah, because you know, for yeah. the listeners that don't really know you as a close coworker of mine, you, I've seen you kind of lose your temper a little bit around the office, and mm-hmm. um, it's not fun. You, it takes a while for you to kind of wind down from all the screaming i can be a bit of a tasmanian devil yeah you like run around in a circle in the office and throw out all the important uh documents like uh Mm -hmm. like contracts the contracts uh tax documents and stuff nick costanza's journals right nick costan nick nick's names that he keeps a journal of all of his Mm -hmm. So what did you well, say? So I said, and again, if you're listening, I I want to apologize to to you directly first because I want to make this right with you first before I make it right with the the community. But I said, lol, lol, lol. For some reason, I said that meant I said like. LOL, but like LOL, 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 like a lot of lols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really my style usually to go in with like a lot of. Yeah, does it sound like you? You're really laughing or text exchange. You can tell I was definitely taken off Mm -hmm, guard. mm -hmm. I was definitely off, off my, off my game. Yeah, I I might get a ha ha reactive emoji from (laughs) Jeremy in our text, but. Never. Yeah. Yeah. As if to say, oh, I'm so comfortable with this call out. I'm just laughing so much, mm-hmm. you know, 
as if to say, LOL, LOL, this doesn't phase me. Look how many LOLs I've done. Mm-hmm. And then I said, sorry, folks. When I say indie, I just mean anything that isn't The Last of Us. Sure. Which I don't mean that, guys. Uh, see, this is where it gets hard in text. Yeah, you don't. We can't. We don't mm. get that you're. Um, yeah, joking. Right, and then I, and then Eve to even make things worse. My next thing I said was, and for that reason, I will continue to call it an indie game. It's too late for me, but by all means, save yourselves. Mm. And it became pretty clear to me that what I was doing there was doubling down. Right. In sort of my misinformation, sort of just I'm deciding, oh, I'm just going to call things the things that they're not. And I've seen this in the office too. After you go full Taz mode, you become a little bit like baby Taz throwing a little tantrum. Mm -hmm. You start there. I mean, I don't want to, can can I say you start, you can say filling around with the diaper. My tongue's out mm-hmm. a lot for that. And I just, you know, I and I'm looking at this response and I can tell a few things. You know, I'm being I'm obviously very shaken up yeah. by having been publicly humiliated. And I'm obviously trying to recover. And I'm saying jokes and guys, I don't mean I don't mean that I think that anything that isn't The Last of Us is an indie game. Sure. There are, there sure. are so many games that aren't indie games that aren't The Last of Us. And when I said, and for that reason, I will continue to call it an indie game. It's too late for me. By all means, save yourselves. I won't call it an indie game mm-hmm. forever. I was just trying to make a goof out of a blunder. Right. And look at it. We've all been there. We've all been embarrassed. Uh, it, it's hard when someone calls you out in public in a public forum like that you know i I, not that long ago wanted to have a little bit of fun on uh on this website called twitter and i i told a i told a lie and i was called out on it i i told people i found a bunch of um uh pieces of uh cod Uh, this is a fish Mm. for not not caught not uh call of duty not Right, and uh, in a, my box of uh, fruit Fruit Loops, and I got called out immediately. <laughs> no, this is not. This is fake. This is not right. true. Right, and, and I felt embarrassed, and uh, yeah, because you kind of hurt the brand. I hurt the brand a little bit, and I tried to save myself a little bit because I, I I made another tweet saying um well I'm going to get the <laughs> serial tested to ensure that I didn't plant these pieces of fish in my cereal and that was sort right. of the last thing I I've tweeted mhm then you kind of jumped off the map a little I bit I jumped off Twitter yeah yeah, it's hard, you know, because again, comedy is such a necessary thing. Oh yeah. And that we do where we're kind of taking people through a mental haunted house and I think that while we're doing that, 
sometimes and thank get you lost and thank you for saying that thank you for um mm-hmm. sort of breaking it down that way because as comedians which i love i love comedians i love the way they think i love the way they dress i love the way they smell i love the way that i f- i find that this is the only group of people i can relate me to. too and it's um it, a lot of the um i, I like to call them normies these normal civilians don't get the joy and and sort of the um the light that other comedians give each other they they won't they'll yeah. never understand that yeah and and that's and the light i'm talking about is not the light in the back of the room Mm-mm. when i get that i know it's time to get off stage yeah i know yeah. i mean the light you bring as a comedian into my life yes which empowers me to get back on stage because we're sort of the uh, modern name philosophers. I, 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 yeah, Plato. We're, we're sort of Plato. We're sort of uh, Socrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're Plato. We're Legos. We're sort of the building blocks. Child's toy building. We're Lincoln Logs. We're, um, we're Lincoln Logs. We're Duplo. Duplo Lipa. Gilroy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to make something very clear. My favorite comic, by the way. Right. Duplo Lipa. Duplo Lipa Gilroy. Gilroy. Duplo Lipa Gilroy. Yeah. Yeah. And I I also want to make something clear. How the fuck did they do that? That's what I'm saying in the back of the room. How the fuck did they do that? Is a incredibly valuable valued member of our community absolutely and i stand by what he said a hundred percent and i think you and and he's kind of being a comedian in a way too in that he's speaking truth to power exactly and i agree with you that's what comedians do mm -hmm. and then i come back and i'm obviously very thrown (laughs) and i'm saying stuff (laughs) to try to joke it away but at the end of the day, we're human, and I, and we're human, and I think that's a big thing. And that's um, what some people don't get; like they put us on a pedestal yeah. a little bit. But hey, right. we're just like you, except more, and, except and more I'm, funny and more beautiful. And what I'm asking for here is a second chance. Yeah. And to say, if I say something that's dumb and not true. You go, go yeah. in there and let me know. I'm inviting people to do that because that wow. is what we need to grow. There, are, you know. Honestly, can I? And I'm sorry for interrupt. That's really brave of you. Thank you. Yeah, some people don't like to engage with their audience, and those people don't have discords. Mm-mm. We have a Discord. We have it for a reason. What did I think? Everyone was just going to get in there and be like, oh, this is so funny. I love your shit. Oh, dude, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And not call it out when I say the Wii U came out in 2014 when, in fact, it came out in 2012. Right. No. That needs to be called out. And I, I got to say, um, I don't sort of, um, I can't do what you're doing right now. Right. I right. feel too vulnerable having and all the other Discord members um sort of critiquing everything I say. I, I would Pop I just, head Ed. 
Yeah, Nick underscore Costanza. Uh-huh. And G. Moore Lang. Mm-hmm. So if you have any sort of corrections for me, if you can just like... I'm happy for, for, for you to express yourself on there, but if you have anything to say about me, if you can sort of address it to... In in the in, in a coded way, so say like yeah, instead of saying something like "Oh, July," you what you said on rest of Mario episode was actually wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you can just put, "Hey, Connor McKay," what you said on rest of Mario right. episode was actually wrong. that'd be great for me. Yeah, I like that. I also, if you have a problem with something a character said on a podcast, if you could address <laughs> the character. It's so like Mario yes. Batawi. If you mm-hmm. don't like that he came out. Or Keanu should... Weaves, if you have or anything. Keanu else. Weaves. Or Batman or Alfred <laughs> or any of the classic characters that may appear here and there. Yeah. Right. Right. Um or or my newest character, um, Kermit the Frog that sounds like Bill Cosby. If you have anything to say about that character, I, yeah, mm-hmm. just Kermit a, Bill Cosby Frog. Yeah, yeah. just address it. Uh, yeah, by their name, character name. Yeah, and uh, and I know that some people on the outside listening to this are going to be thinking, "Hey, was this just a big episode advertising their Discord?" No, <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not doing a whole episode where I'm apologizing to everybody and it's just a shameless plug of a new thing we're offering. Here we're not do, we're not doing that. Yes, it came up. It came because up because of this new thing that we're offering. Yes, it came up organically. Again, we're doing this without yes. a net, not the, not the not a name, but we're the doing this without net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who happen to be interested, do you have sort of like a, a a place people can go to sort of chime in? Yeah, I will definitely link the Discord in the show notes. Right. And, uh, and I want to also just dedicate this whole episode to everyone who's on the Discord. Mm. And and thank you for keeping me honest, and thank you for keeping me humble. And I will continue to strive to not spread misinformation, fake news. And I will strive to do better. Fake snooze. Yeah. Is what it should be called. Because when I read Mm. that fake stuff, it makes me want to go to sleep. That's right. It should be called fake snooze because I'm... When it starts to... I hit the button on it. I say, no, thank you. I don't want... I don't want that in my and life. And what does a button look like? It's the easy staples button. Yep. Yep. Well, July, thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I, Anytime. Uh, you're one of my yeah. uh, greatest uh, co-workers. Yeah. As co-workers, I never want to be a burden, but I did feel like I needed... Oh, no, 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 no. You'll never be a burden. You know, I I needed someone else in the room to also help make sure I wasn't that my heart's in the right place and that there wasn't something I c- can't see. Your heart. Mm-hmm. No, th- no, not that. Not what you just did, but yes, my heart. 
is um I mean, look, I mean, some people are going to think what they want that maybe it's tacky after a big apology episode we plug different things I, we're I, doing I disagree and, it's not ta- it's yeah. it's we're putting ourselves out there like you said and and, right. and thank you for paving the way I think a lot of people can learn mm-hmm. from you I think so too I've always sort of thought I'd make an excellent teacher mm. professor mm. I wish I could teach, you know, I'm sort of like have a natural ability that I can't really sort of teach. I can't break right. it. I can't break it down. Right. Yeah. You sort of just go with your gut. You don't, you, you though teach. But yeah, you no. but me, I can, you can get in there. You can get in there. Yeah. I could put words to it. Cause oftentimes I don't really know how to do it. I just know what it looks like and how I can say it. Yeah. Sometimes I just yeah. go. And you've seen this before in the office. I'll my face will go blank, mm-hmm. and I just get into a riff or do something funny, and then yeah. I sort of snap out of it and um, don't know how it happened. Right, right. Sometimes I go, I see red, and I get into full Taz mode, and I just start kind of spinning around the room, and I'm throwing papers in the air, and I'm yeah, bite biting papers too. Mm-hmm. And just sort of shredding the room apart. And then I kind of need to be reminded what I did. And it's so funny you say that you see... I actually see green when I sort of go into my riff mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. I, uh... Well, is there anything you would like to let the listeners know about maybe some cool projects you're doing or maybe some... Yes. Um, Where to find as you. we mentioned earlier in the episode, what a perfect way to let me know about it. If you want me to do the Breath of the Wild marathon on a mm-hmm. treadmill, live streamed, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. If I get at least one, I'll do it. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Please, if you, you know, if you're looking for more bonus video game content, we got a ton going on over at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Super NPC Radio. It's a, it's a whole world over there, whole universe. We got a Super Mario 64 Games Club currently running. We're about halfway through that. It's a, it's a good time to catch up. Uh, we've got bonus shows. Super NPCs is a weekly bonus show that we do over there. It's just like a topic-based show. We got a monthly uh, Press X to Scream, a new horror-themed podcast. We got the Bonk Boys. We got a bunch of stuff. Call Me By Your Game Co-op. A lot of a lot of fun stuff over there. And yeah, look in the show notes to find our Discord. That's where you can kind of join uh, the rank, the rank and file over there to like uh, you know just engage with us. As you can see. You know, it's a very it's an open door policy. You know what 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 we talk about over on that Discord might makes its way into the into the art somehow. You know, uh, even if it is a more somber time, sometimes it's more it has to be. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it'll be fun for sure. And can I actually do a, one more plug? Yeah. 
Uh, I like to plug sort of an indie uh, shop that not not a lot of people know. It's uh, it's called um, Humphrey Yogurt, <laughs> and this is a real place in Los Angeles. It's a yogurt shop called Humphrey Yogurt. That I'm sure a lot of the clientele know exactly what the reference is there. And it's not a bunch of teens going in there and asking what... Why is it called Humphrey Yogurt? <laughs>